can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. So I thought we'd kick this episode off with a little update on my no makeup challenge. So excited for this. You're actually going to love this story. Okay. It's not what you're going to expect. Yeah. I I think you're going to be like, she did it and it was amazing. Yeah, That's not what happened. Okay. So... The challenge was that I had to go on a first date with no makeup. Mm -hmm. So the other night I was going on a fifth date. Yes. Which doesn't really count. Also, I, fifth date is very close to boyfriend. No, it's not. It okay. was, I call it the Netflix and chill date. Oh, I see. No, we actually watch Netflix. And chilled? <laughs> Bit of everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was some cooking of dinner involved. Yep. Okay. Um, so basically I was like, well, it's fifth date. Like it doesn't really count for this challenge. Mm-hmm. So I was actually leaving the office on a Friday to go to his house and Micah, our hair care buyer, who's, who's come up a lot on this podcast and who's very honest. Mm-hmm. I was like, Micah, I'm about to do this no makeup thing as like the first thing. And then I'll go on a first date with no makeup. And she looked at me and she was like, you can't. <laughs> she's uh, like do you like this guy no. she's like she didn't say that but she was like I, I was really tired and so yeah. I looked pretty dead so she actually recommended uh the product I didn't know I needed which I'm going to talk about this week today mm-hmm. so yeah. you have to wait till the end of the episode to find out what I yes. used to make myself look alive I had then booked in a first date for Saturday mm-hmm. to go on a walk around the oh, town yes, tell me that with yeah. no makeup so I had my fifth date on the Friday and then I was going to wake up on Saturday yeah. and She's just wild. just for content purposes, yeah. I was going to do this no makeup challenge. Mm-hmm. He cancelled. <laughs> oh, it's like he knew. <laughs> he what? knew it was an experiment and he was uh, like, I was ready. I was like totally 100%. I, I had brought home all of the Cremonera range from Giorgio Armani. Cremonera is like $500 for a moisturizer. It, yeah. It's really like makes you glow in a glow. You're paying for it. So yeah. I think I that's would, still a little bit cheating. No, not skincare. It's there's no there's no pigment whatsoever. Okay, all right, okay. No pigment fine. whatsoever. Fine, fine. I'll Thank let you get you. away with it. Thank you. He literally goes, "Can we do Sunday?" And I said, "I was so annoyed that I wrote oh. back and I said, possibly speak to you Sunday." <laughs> and then you never did. <laughs> no, we didn't end up seeing each other. Wow. Mm. Okay, so she still hasn't done the challenge. Everybody, I still have to do this challenge. And you're kind of single for the podcast. So what yeah, are we going to do if I, you get a boyfriend? Well, I don't plan to. Okay. I, th- Thirty-one is. I've decided it's it's not the year to get a boyfriend. Well, do we tell the guy that you're going on a sixth <laughs> date with that? Can I be honest? He doesn't. He's never listened to the podcast. Oh, okay. So I can well, talk. I can talk about whatever. If he starts with this I episode, want. we're in trouble. <laughs> I can talk about whatever I want. Anyway, that's my story. Great. Okay. Well, you need to do the challenge at some point. So (sighs) working on it, guys. I'm working on it. So what is on today's episode? On today's episode, we are talking to, correct me if I say say this wrong, a trichologist. Yeah. Great. About hair loss. Mm -hmm. Then we are talking about my favorite beauty topic. Fake tanning. It's your specialty. My specialty. And then the products we didn't know we needed. And you'll have to hang around until the end of the episode to hear about what I wore on my fifth day. 
All right. So our guest for this episode is Kay Fitzgerald. She is a trichologist. Correct. So you specialise in hair loss? Hair loss and any scalp concerns that people have, yeah. Okay. So this is a very common thing Mm. that our customer service team specifically get asked is about hair loss and a lot around postpartum hair loss and how Mm -hmm. to grow your hair back after you've had a baby. A lot of people experience hair loss around that time, which I'm sure you see in your clinic. Mm -hmm. So can you talk us through why that happens and, and what's the difference between that kind of hair loss in women and hair loss in men? Okay, well, that's completely different to male and female pattern hair loss that we commonly see these days. So postpartum yep. is more because when you fall pregnant, your estrogen levels will rise. Mm-hmm. And so when you're pregnant, your hair's at its best. Yep. It's nice and thick because you're not <laughs> going through that normal shedding phase. Mm-hmm. About three months, generally three months after you have the baby, three to four months, um, the estrogen levels are dropping back down to normal Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so they're not dropping any lower than what they should be. They're just dropping back to normal. And that's when shedding will occur because you haven't had nine months of shedding. Yeah. It's only about 40% of women that do notice yep. the postpartum hair loss. Mm-hmm. Is that because they're losing more hair in those cases? Because some women come to us and say like, oh, you know, it's real. like I've got bald patches and, and things like that where it's mm-hmm. really fallen out around their hairline and things like mm-hmm. that. Is that quite common? Yeah, it'll be, it'll depend on the density they had to start with. Okay. It'll depend mm. on the colour of their hair too mm-hmm. because they'll notice it more if they've got darker hair, if they've got longer hair, mm-hmm. you know, but generally it's around the temporal, bitemporal areas. The so hairline. how quickly can you expect to be back to your normal hair growth? If you've got, if you're experiencing that thinning around the hairline mm-hmm. after you've had your baby, mm-hmm. when should you expect it to return to normal? So Generally by 12 months, mm-hmm. so normally by your baby's first birthday, Yep, it should be all back to normal. Anecdotally, I have heard of men or their, their father's been bald. I don't even know if it's genetic, but mm-hmm. they've started to notice in their maybe 30s that they're getting hair loss and a receding hairline and then mm-hmm. they've started on a medication and it's actually stopped mm-hmm. and it's thickened up. Is that like mm-hmm. just, an, is that what happens? Yeah, so generally if they go to see a dermatologist or even sometimes the GPs will put them on, it's called finasteride, Mm. that's a DHT inhibitor, so that will slow down the hair follicles getting attacked Mm -hmm. quite significantly. Yeah, okay. And then they'll generally put you on minoxidil as well, which will stimulate hair growth. Okay. Does that um, have any I've heard of yeah, side, side effects? effects. Um, I've heard of a decrease in libido. Ah, oh, yeah. is that yeah. true? And erectile dysfunction. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is totally in line with this podcast, so please okay. do tell all. Yeah, yeah. So it can, but it's like one what would you rather? men. Yeah, what would you rather? Well, for some women it's, it's probably not rather. a bad thing. But, you know, they never like that. But I think it's, it's around about 1% of okay. men oh, okay. um, experience, experience mm-hmm. those sort of side effects. So within our clinic we've actually got thousands of men yeah, on this yeah, medication yeah. Wow. and it would be no more than 2%. Okay. Yep. That's that, actually good to know because I think it's kind of Chinese whispers. Someone, one guy tells another guy, uh, oh, okay. I, I, my libido stopped so I stopped okay. medication. And yeah. that guy's like, oh, I don't really want to lose my libido. Yeah. Like I'm mm. a 30-year-old man. And so then the Chinese whispers starts. But okay. that's a really good statistic to know yeah, then yeah. Yeah. that if you try it and you experience the side effects, well, then you, it might not be for you. And do you find that women in their menopausal years experience more hair loss because of the changing hormones? Yeah, they do. But we also see um, 
We have a lot of young women. I mean, we have oh, girls okay. as young as 15, 16 wow, already really? experiencing female pattern hair loss. Oh. Yeah. So it's that young. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this an old wives' tale that baldness comes from the mother's side? I feel it is. Is that a wives' tale? I heard the same thing. Yeah. I've heard the same thing. Or can it, it just be anyone? It can come from either. It can okay. come oh, from okay. both. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah. Right. And you could miss it. No altogether. one's safe. <laughs> you could miss it. You could have a family of five siblings. Yeah. It's like a deck of cards. What yeah. hand are you going to get dealt? Yeah. You know, yeah. might skip you all and get your yeah. children. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, what, and what about grey hair? Because some people go grey really early. Like a girl in our team yeah. is, is 20. 26 and she's already going grey. Mm-hmm. Is really grey. Yeah. Like how do we know when we're going to go grey? Is there any way to determine like why people go grey younger, why some people, you know, my dad's in his 60s and he's still got black my hair. My grandma was 16 when she went fully grey. Really? Mm-hmm. Is yeah. there a reason for that? Genetics play the biggest role Okay, in that. Oh, yep. skipped me. Yeah. <laughs> 31 and I haven't, I haven't got one grey only eyebrow grey hairs, yeah. no actual grey hairs on my head. Yeah, no, that's good. No, so genetics play the major role in it mm-hmm. and then, of course, it can be environmental, like maybe we can add some more antioxidants, yep. you know, with a, which is like a bit of a youth serum. There's so much happening in hair loss. Mm. There's yeah. just so many great things and we've got a whole floor um, that's, just pure, purely clinical trials. Yep. That's yeah. all we do. So yep. we've got more than 20 people working. So wow. dermatologists, doctors and professors yep. up there working in clinical trials. Well, so that's good news for anyone out there that's balding at the moment. <laughs> you know what? Because we get people that just don't go out anymore. Because oh, they, wow. Yeah, they start to become anti. Oh. I remember when I first started at the clinic, I remember just getting in my car I just burst into tears. <gasps> oh. I, I did, I did, because it was so sad. Like we had women come in oh. and they weren't going out. This one lady had got um, a bus in and it was the first time she'd gone out in months and she oh. came to see me there. And it was like, I got in my car and I go, like really. Did she end up sad. growing her hair back? Yeah, we got some hair back for her. <laughs> but, yeah, awesome. you know, but, once, <laughs> yeah. but once hair, well, that day I actually did some camouflage on her and when she walked out, because oh. she was crying. Oh. And I don't want to cry because she's crying. And yeah. so, you know, but I got in my car and I cried. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just like, so that was my first experience, like, with doing the camouflage and making that instant mm-hmm. difference. And yeah. now she can go out again. For a woman, there's probably this definitely a societal expectation that you have luscious. Yeah you know, Victoria's secret hair, that's what we're sold, like through marketing and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. if you experience the opposite, it would be quite a shock. Mm. But most of those girls anyway have hair pieces in. Exactly. Or toppers or something. I mean, it's not all that luscious. But most people don't know that. And they go, she's got such beautiful hair. It's not all hers, but that's okay. Yeah. Mm. But it's not all. Yeah. Yeah. No one has that natural hair, do they? No, I don't think so. My hair's really thick. And unmanageable. So okay. with the thickness comes like total unmanageability. I don't mm-hmm. wake up with like Victoria's Secret hair. Yeah. I mean, no. they do have, all wear extensions. And you have dead fine hair. Yeah. Yeah. Dead, dead straight, straight. Fine hair. dead. Dead. It's alive. I mean, it it's actually dead. is dead. Dead, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's right. Your hair's well, dead once it grows out of your scalp. Is that that's right? That's right. It's yeah. only um, alive once it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's in the scalp. Do you ever think to yourself like, God, hair's weird? <laughs> 
Because I thought that the other day when I was thinking about it. I was like, no, no, there's a good, there's a good, there's a good Jerry Seinfeld thing that he does in his, in, 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 you don't watch Seinfeld, but you're laughing, so you watch it. So he says, the weirdest thing about hair is that when it's on your head, you're like, you like hug someone and you Mm. smell it and it's really sexy. As soon as it's off the head, Ugh, yeah. yuck. Yeah, so, so like, true. Oh, there's a hair. Yeah. Oh, my God, whose hair is that? Yeah, so, it's so like, true. Well, Hair's such a big thing and it's dead. It's yeah. like grown out of our scalp. Like, yeah. why do we do this? Yeah, why do we do <laughs> this? And now no. I'm just going off on a tangent. <laughs> Getting yeah. deep now. But so, in saying that, when, you know, at the hair salons now, there's something called... Um, uh, sustainable salons. We, yes. We've been getting right into this. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. Yep. So what I love about, I love a lot of things about them. We haven't turned our salon into that yet, but yep. the plan is to do that in yeah. the future. But what I love is about, you know, when they've had the big oil spills mm-hmm. and they fill their kind of like a stocking up yeah. with all the with excess hair, hair that's yep. been yeah. donated through yep. our rubbish bins, yeah. recycled. And that soaks up the oils like better than anything for yeah. those major oil spills. We were we just learned about sustainable salons recently, day. and we were like, "Wow, this is really cool." That's a, yeah. it's an amazing. And they feed the people, and yeah. they yeah. you know the, yeah. they give people. It's jobs a really good initiative. Sometimes find it difficult, so I think yeah. it's yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. Are there any? Um, I don't know if this is the question list, but any brands in particular that you think, or particularly products that you recommend if you're not going down the route of medication or supplements? Yeah, so if you weren't, well, Nioxin have, and we don't have Nioxin mm. at our clinic, mm-hmm. but what I like about them, they're um, two programs, so they've got different programs. Yeah. So their um, number two program has a DHT inhibitor in the serum. Mm-hmm. And so with that one, if you use the serum, what it will do, it will slow down the hair follicles. Yeah. Attacks, which is good. So if you use that in combination with, for example, Carastars have Don Safique. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Don Safique works on stem cell rejuvenation. Mm-hmm. And if you use that on your scalp, what that will do is rejuvenate, awaken some of those hairs. Mm-hmm. So they say it will grow up to 1,700 new hairs within wow. three months. We actually put our patients on it for four months. And the reason mm-hmm. we do that, Professor Sinclair spoke to Bruno Bernard. He was the creator. Right? And mm-hmm. they both agreed that four months would be more beneficial. Yep. And what I like about that is people with glaucoma have some eye drops. The prostaglandin that's in those eye drops is actually put into these vials. And a mm. side effect of their eye drops was their eyelashes grew really thick and long. Ah. So Bruno patented over in Paris. <gasps> yeah. So funny. So um, so we know that that works. Yeah. We know that that does work. You've also got Aminaxil I really like. As well, because what that does, that will help reduce shedding. Mm-hmm. So will Donsafique. Yeah. But that will, Aminaxil will help reduce shedding. Right. So you could even use those whole three things together. Even though you've got so nioxin, nioxin there, you've got Karastas there and Aminaxil, it's okay. Yeah. You can use them yeah. all together. Yeah. But you would say, if I was, say, going to use which one, I would go um, Aminaxil first because that's going to reduce shedding and that's going to reduce stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we can put them on Nioxin mm-hmm. Program 2. 
Yeah. And program two, four, and six have um, SPF in it. When you get thinning hair, often these people will yeah. end up with sunburnt scalps. Yeah. yeah. So if they use... You've thought of everything. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I do. I'm always researching products. Like yeah. this is my passion as well. It's so good to hear someone when they're so passionate about something. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, how did you get into it? What made you decide to get into it? Do you know what happened? Oh, it was 10 years ago yesterday actually. Wow. Um, it was not a good thing. My husband died oh, in an accident. I'm so sorry. Yeah, and this is what led me down this path because within that 12 months I started to experience some hair okay. shedding myself. Yeah. yeah. And I went to the specialist and there was like nothing there. There was mm. nothing instant. Yeah. You know, and I thought people need something instant. Um, so that's what sort of led me down this path to help people, mm-hmm. but genuinely help people. Like it's not about the money. It can't ever be about the money. And I don't care who's got it. Mm. If it works, I'm going to say that's what you need. Yeah. yeah. We're the same brand agnostic approach. Yeah. You can't get everything in one place. Yeah. No. It's and there's okay a place... to get things in different places. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's a place for everything. And if I just make it, if, if people just make it about their products, is that what that person needs though? And then you're going to give it to them and they're not going to get the results. And in the mm-hmm. meantime, hair follicles may die off. Yeah. You know, so for me it's really, really important to just give them what they need. If that yep. means I have to refer them to a dermatologist because mm-hmm. they need medical intervention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because some types of hair loss you do need medical intervention. Yep. You know, if you have a scarring alopecia like frontal fibrosing, mm-hmm. trichologists don't treat that. They shouldn't try and treat that either. So because... that's why you work really closely with dermatologists yeah. on yep, scalp, yeah. scalp conditions, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Mm. So I'll often refer. So if I get a, a client in, for example, they've got female pattern hair loss and I look at them, they're a stage three. So there's mm-hmm. different stages mm. yep. of hair loss. Can I treat it? Yeah, I can, but I want to hit them a bit harder. Mm. And if they're okay with taking medication, then their best results will come from that mm-hmm. in conjunction with vitamins. Yeah. But normally trichologists as a rule will want to give you natural herbal, um, but for me you need results, so it's what's going to work. Yep. If you don't want to do medical intervention, then you should do what I'm recommending yeah. Yeah. because it's yeah. better than not doing anything and it mm-hmm. will slow down yeah. the yeah. hair loss. Yeah. If you stop it after one month and go, well, that didn't work, well, no, it didn't because it's got to happen beneath the scalp first. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, we say six months really before yeah. you start, four months you'll start noticing, but let's yeah. say six. Stick at it. It's mm-hmm. the same with skincare. Same with skincare. Yeah. Stick at totally. it. So yeah. a trichologist Australia-wide, like is it quite hard to find a trichologist if people are listening to this and wanting to see someone and they aren't in Melbourne and can't come and see you? Mm-hmm. Are they easy to find? That, yeah, that would be in every state. Yeah. So you can get the IAT, um, who is where we all do our training through. Mm-hmm. They have a listing Cool. Of trichologists in every state. So if you can't get them up on your um, your Google, <laughs> then you're going to get the IAT up. David Salinger runs that. Okay. And, um, and he'll have a listing for you. Amazing. Sure. Mm-hmm. And if anyone's listening and they want to come and see you, where can they see you? So they can see me at Sinclair Dermatology. Great. In East Melbourne. And on a Saturday and evenings, Melbourne Trichology will be up and running soon. Great. So amazing. Thanks mm. for coming in, Kay. Thanks so much. Learned a lot in that did one. You did you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I got more, but that's <laughs> enough for now. We'll bring you okay. back. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, thank you. 
So, Hannah, this is your specialty. Yeah, it it's is. Prob- it's the first thing I got you to write about on Beauty IQ, yeah. so that's really all she knows. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's totally right. But I also love fake tan because I don't tan outside anymore. Same. So I probably do a fake tan every week yep. in summer. Yep. Do you do yours every week? Um, so I'm in this weird phase of my life where I can't, yeah. like, I'm like being tanned all the time. It's such an effort. It and is I'm, a real and because effort. I'm going more low key, mm-hmm. I've been doing a bit less, but I still, okay. if I have an event on mm. whatever, like I actually now, cause I've got access to so many good fake tans. I've been doing yeah. it at home. Yeah. I'd always do mine yeah. at home. Yeah. Um, I just feel a lot better about myself when I have a fake tan on, which is very shallow, but that's just how I feel. No, I'm the same. That's my honest truth. I feel less dead. Yeah. I feel more alive. Yes. And, and yeah, you can look, I mean, we've spoken about this. You have vampire yes. skin, which yes. is so great and, yeah. like, wish I had it. She says it as a compliment. I do. I totally do. I'm not do. sure it is. I, but I, it totally <laughs> is. But I understand if you've got a special event on, just yeah. like putting a full face of makeup on, it's mm. nice to do something a bit different. Yes. Mm. Yeah, it is. Um, so tell me, what are your hacks? Like if people suck at doing their own yeah. fake tan, what do they need to know? To be honest, there's a few things. If you suck at doing fake tan, I would 100% be using a tan with a colour guide. Yeah. Don't go For in. sure. Oh, my God. That is like that's probably my number one tip. Yeah. In terms of um, definite, I think always use a mitt. Mm-hmm. And then if you're really, really bad at it, like go for a gradual. Like, yeah. Like yeah. definitely don't go straight. Like, Which I, gradual do you like? Tan Lux? I've been using Tan Lux, the butter. All I'll yeah. say is it's got a shimmer in it. Uh, okay. Um, but I've also been using uh, the, I mean, you know I love Vita Liberata. Yeah. I just love all their products. They have, have they got a gradual? They have a gra- Yeah. A, they've got it of my favourite tan in a gradual. Oh, yeah, okay. Which we can talk about later. I've got the Eco Tan Winter Skin. That's pretty good as well. Yeah, I think Vita Liberata is probably my favorite tanning brand. Yeah, it is. It's expensive, so mm-hmm. let's just get that out of the way. The other hacks that I have, so in terms of elbows, like I'll usually put some liquid gold, like a little oh, swab of li- liquid gold on my tip. elbows. Yeah, like I just think hands and feet are hard. They are. Let's not let I've, people ask me that. Can all I the be time. honest with you? I still. It up Same. all the time, all the time. <laughs> so I actually, and I don't know whether we're bringing. Look, I got a sample the other day, so I'm going to mm-hmm. follow up on the progress of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the tanning range came with like your usual mousse, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But there was also a little spray bottle that you could oh, use yeah. on your hands and your feet, which I still don't think is foolproof. Yeah. My biggest tip for hands and feet is to just get the excess from your mitt. Yes. You do your hands like a claw. Just like if you go to the spray tan place and then you literally like rub the excess on as a claw. That's what I do. But also you can use a makeup brush. You can use a kabuki brush. You can use a kabuki brush. Put a tiny bit of tan on it. Yeah, that's another one. And then run that through like, you know, the middle bits of your fingers. Look, if you haven't, if you haven't fully got your set of fake tan equipment ready to go, you may not have a kabuki brush just for your fake tan. There's I've got been, a thousand. I yes, can send you one. Yeah. So um, there's the, that. That's actually a really good one. I do that one too. But you haven't mentioned moisturizing. Do you moisturize your elbows and knees and stuff before you do it? I uh, look. To be honest, I you sh- you should. Mm-hmm. I don't always. Sometimes okay. I like I'm so I'm rushed, and so yep. I I actually put it all on, and the elbows always look a bit shit after. So then I end up using a bit of liquid gold on the elbows. Okay, to remove to remove the, yeah. any oh, excess. Okay. That's why you use it. Right. Yeah, but you meant you used it beforehand so that it was smooth. no. I use like it. Yeah, no, I'm not like perfect like that. So I use my creme de corps on my elbows, my knees, yeah, my feet, and my hands 
But my little trick, you yeah. know how you get that orange part around your underarm? Just yeah. here, like where I'm pointing, yeah. it goes yeah, orange yeah, yeah. there. So I put moisturizer between my hands and uh-huh. I wipe my palm under Ooh. my underarm. Yeah. And then I put my tan over it as I normally would. And yeah. it just doesn't develop as much, but you don't get yeah. like a white patch and you don't get the tan all gathering around that like bit that's where a good your underarm one. is. I reckon that's the best tip, fake tan tip I've got. I think the worst thing with fake tanning for me is back situation oh, I yeah. literally can't fake tan my back mm. I find it so like difficult and then I usually have like white spots on my back mm-hmm. where yes I've, like, we've missed. noticed that <laughs> yeah thanks um so if you have someone to fake tan your back usually I'll get my sister mm. to come and do it I do mine myself yeah I don't know how you do that but there is yeah. a uh, loving tan. Loving tan have a back, a back applica- applicator. A back applicator. Yeah. So Looking out for all you single girls. Exactly. I think that's a good little. The other thing tip. I hate about tanning is having to sleep in it. So normally I go for express tans. Love the loving yeah, tan. Yeah, you one. do. You're like a two hour. Yeah. And, so but- I really like express ones, but yeah. I've got to try fake tans all the time yeah. for work. And so I did use a new one the other day. It was the Alabache mousse, which yep. was really good, by the way, but I had to sleep in it. And so I was like, oh, how am I going to do this? I've got fresh sheets. Like I really don't want to sleep in it. Can I wash it off or is it going to be too light? And it was already a medium tan. I was like, this isn't going to be dark enough for my preferences. Yeah. Um, And so I had this tanning sheet called Tan Bay and I opened it up and I laid it down on my bed and it's like a bamboo-y kind of thing. And I just slept in that and it didn't, didn't stain my sheets it's black. It laid on top of my bed and it's hot at the moment. And so I just slept on that. I, I've had another tanning sheet before, which was like silky and I got yeah. really hot and sticky inside it. Yeah. But I didn't get hot or sticky and no stained sheets. So you can get a tanning sheet if you want. I just have orange sheets. Yep. Cool. So <laughs> Ruby. Doesn't surprise Ruby, me. Ruby, my sister came in the other day and she was like helping me clean up my apartment. Long story. Yeah. And um, From what? No, I, just, I was having someone over for dinner. Uh, yep, okay. <laughs> yep. And she had a look. She was, like, making my bed. She's like, Hannah, you cannot have someone come over with your these orange sheets. Hannah, you need to use a tanning sheet. <laughs> She's come like, on. Look like you, you don't use Express. Like, you don't use Express ones. You always use she eight hours. She literally was like, you look like you've shit the bed. Like, you actually <laughs> have to do this. Is, and so she was like, would you, while you're out on your date, yeah. Sorry, I've got this story wrong. We were going out on a date okay. and then there was a possibility of coming back to my house after. Sure. Um, not a first date. Yeah. I'm not that kind of gal. But anyway, so <laughs> she was like, <laughs> she was like, do you want me to bleach oh, your bottom sheet for you while you're so out nice, on your date maybe. and make your bed? That's really nice. I was of like, her. nah, don't worry, I don't like him that much. <laughs> That was a joke. Oh, that was a joke. In case he's listening. Just in case he's listening. Um, what about fake tan smell? I don't mind the fake tan smell. Actually, Coco and Eve. I don't know if it's out yet. Oh my god, it's coming out. It's oh. like coming out in Feb. Um, Can I be honest? That's a dark, dark tan. That's for someone like with my skin tone. Oh, I used the dark shade of Coco and Eve. Yeah. Oh, did you like it? Yeah. Oh, you I like- loved it. Because you know everyone comments when I wear that tan. Yes. The only thing I'll say, it's not, y- you've got to be a pretty good fake tanner to to uh, use it. Am I a good fake tanner? Yeah, like because I'm, I'm wearing it from a few days ago. If you're experienced, like for me, because it was so dark. Uh, and such you must dram- have had the ultra dark. Yeah, with the dram- the difference in the colour. There's was a medium, so a dark, and ultra dark. <laughs> you really need to put some effort into okay. it. Okay. Right, so I won't get the ultra dark oh, then. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. will be a nightmare. But everyone, to be honest, everyone commented that 
tan smells effing amazing. Yeah, it's like a co- Legit co- coconut holiday. The best like fake tan coladas. I've ever smelled. Yeah, yeah, really nice. Also, the Alabache one that I mentioned also yeah. smells really nice. Yeah. So I tried these two fake tans in a week You're and like, I'm like, whoa. But I, uh, Vita Liberata has no smell. So uh, I really like that too. And do actually, you find you have that, you know, when you smell your skin? So no, because I actually have married friends that are like, oh, what do I do? Like I hate, my husband hates the smell of my fake tan. Oh, divorce him. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've suggested Vita Liberata. And so they actually okay. quite, so I actually, my favorite fake tan is the Vita Liberata Fabulous Self-Tanning Tinted Lotion. Mm-hmm. Hands down the best tan of a Yeah, used. you've worn that for a long time. You I do absolutely. rave about that. To be honest, I get so many different fake tans now that I'm always trying new ones, but yeah. I always go back in my head and compare it to that because I yeah. just love that tan. It's got no scent. It's streak-free. It mm-hmm. fades evenly. It's just I like, love a tan that fades evenly. Yeah, you don't have to worry about scrubbing it off. All in all, it's a really, really good one. How do you remove tan if you have to? Do you um, remove it? So to be honest, I've been using that trick that I use for my back knee. Which is like oh. I, just, I use the spray. Yeah, um, all over your body. Yeah, all over my body yeah. if I need to get it off quickly. Yeah. But that's the same if I'm going to get laser hair removal. Like I'll mm-hmm. spray my legs if I've got fake tan with that. That's a good tip. Yeah. I've got this stuff. Uh, I can't remember. I think it's called like Anthea or something. We don't stock it, but it's mm. like a spray that you put on. It's similar. I think it's like a chemical yeah. exfoliant. But And I put that on for like 15 minutes and then I get in the shower and then I scrub it off and it comes off so easily. Yeah, definitely a chemical exfoliant. Mm. So I think traditional fake tan removers have got some kind of of glycolic acid to gently exfoliate the skin. But like a bit of a hack is that um, the ordinary have a... The toning solution. Toning solution. Yep. So you just remove the top and put on a spray bottle instead. And Hannah's it. really proud of this innovation. I know. <laughs> I've spoken about it before. Anytime I'm going to talk it. about it again. <laughs> and it's like $14.50 or something ridiculous. Yeah. So I would – you don't even need That's to invest. tan removal hack. Uh, the other thing with fake tan I would like to talk about is face tanning. Oh, yes. Face tanning okay. is like the bane of my existence. I feel like – Managing my face tan is just like become a full-time job. Really? Oh, last night I was like, oh, my God, I have an event on tomorrow night. What the hell am I going to do? Ugh. Okay. So it's like always like a man- this whole managing process. So yeah. what I do, I'm actually I'm going to repurchase because I got the first one for free and yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want to have to repurchase but I'm going to have to yeah. because I've not found <laughs> anything better. Yeah. So if you like a really dark face tan, tan luxe the face. Um, that is the best. Mixed in with the serum. doesn't matter what serum you're using, even if it's like exfoliating, whatever, just mixed in with the serum, you'll wake up with a glow. So I also use a tan lux, but I don't use the face because that's too, too dark, dark for, for me. So I have the Super Glow, which is like a gradual, but it's also a hydrating serum. I'd have to put so much so of that on. I just use that. And then it goes dark enough for me to yeah. just look glowier when I don't You're have makeup on. You're looking for a glow. I'm looking for a tan. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like if I go darker than that, I feel like I look dirty and I don't want to feel like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't mind. I'm I think happy. you just look tanned though because you've yeah. got a darker skin tone, whereas yeah. if I do it, I think it gathers it, in my moustache. Tan much the face. It has light to medium and dark and then medium oh, to dark. Oh, do they have colours? Yeah. I didn't know that. So I okay. do medium to dark. I do, depending on how dark I want to go and how much fake tan I've got on my body, mm-hmm. I'll use between two to maybe like five or six drops yep. in my serum. Okay. That's my first step of my skincare routine. I'll probably, just because it's, it's expensive, it's $68, yeah. probably on that night will like steer clear of acids yeah but um just because i want to get the most out of the well product. the super but you can wear it, every night it's if 68 dollars and it lasted me 
so long. Mm. It really, really lasted. Yeah. And it was worth it. And it's worth not putting your face in the sun ever. Absolutely. $68 for a lifetime of good glowy skin. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. Tips from Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, those are our fake tanning hacks. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it would be really good. What you didn't even say what your favorite fake tan is, just quickly. Um, oh, I'd you, say I it's it probably the loving tan to our express. Yeah, I knew it was. But I wish they did an ultra dark. Okay. They don't do. Everybody always responds to my stories and they're like, they do do an ultra dark. I'm like, it's not in the express. Oh, I want in the them express. to do the express okay. in ultra dark. Um, now that you have your tanning sheets, why don't you just go? Who cares? I think I might. That's yeah. why I'm like loving the um Alabache one. Yeah. But then okay. the cocoa and Eve is in express or overnight. You can do either. Oh, so I left yeah, it on yeah. for four, four hours, hours and washed yep. it off, but I could have slept in it. I think the Cocoa Eve is slowly becoming one of my faves. I actually yeah. think it might be one of the best fake tans I've tried. I think what we should do, though, when this episode comes out, both of us do like our little fake tan routine. Yeah. Yep. And see, and I mean, I'm it. naked when I do mine, but it's yeah. not okay for stories. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally fine. I'll get sign off from that. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, so product we didn't know we needed. Yes. PWDKWDF. We are are, um, both doing similar products here, I just realised. Yeah, interesting because we didn't mean to do this. We didn't mean it, no. Um, I was very surprised that I liked this product, like very surprised. I think I know, yeah, yeah. So it's the Clinique ID Dramatically Different Moisturising BB Gel. Basically, in short, it's a BB cream. Yes. In a gel texture. Interesting. The interesting part about it is that it doesn't come in shades. It has this like shade adjusting technology thing that Ooh. adjusts to your skin tone. Yeah. So when you put it on, it's like a purpley color in your hand. I have seen and it. And then you rub I've it in it. and it yep. just turns into your skin color. It's so bizarre. I, I thought it was bullshit when I like first put it on my hand. I was like, mm. surely not. This is going to be like three shades off. But it actually settles in in like 10 minutes and it's no shit, your shade. Amazing. So you have to match it with like a cartridge thing. So you shop it by the I've cartridge. Seen the so you put the cartridge yeah. in the different. Yeah, it's kind of so hard you to could explain. put. So you could put like. So if your concern is aging, yes. or if you're so I got the lines and wrinkles cartridge, and then I you've put got, that because you've got so many lines. I know. And wrinkles. I just want to prevent it. Um. So I put that cartridge inside the BB gel, and then that mixes together, and then you've got like a serumy thing inside your BB cream. So you don't have to use anything else, or you still using your skincare. I was still using my skincare. You're I was not using much of it a as a morning skincare gal anyway. No, no, I'm like a vitamin C eye cream, sunscreen, yeah. and then if I have to wear makeup, I'll yeah. wear it. But um, yeah, I did the. I would have loved if this BB gel had an SPF in it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it doesn't. So you still need to wear your SPF underneath. Underneath. Um, but I was like really shook by the fact that it actually matched to my skin yeah. and it gives like a really nice natural finish it's very light coverage so not for yeah. anyone that's expecting like a foundation finish like mm. it's not it cosmetic cc cream it's very light but for me i don't really have many skin concerns i'm not concerned about covering blemishes or unevenness so um for me it was perfect and everybody comment commented on my skin when i wore it so because they never do no they never do oh, shut up never happens <laughs> 
No one ever comments on my skin. <laughs> well, you said at the start of this podcast you know what? that no one comments on yours and everybody comments com- on it. That is so true. I don't know if they just feel sorry for you or not. I'm oh, kidding. No, but like <laughs> genuinely people do comment on my skin. Yeah. Now. See? And actually my family comment on my skin and they have oh, no nice. obligation yeah, they don't. to comment on my yeah. skin. They can be pretty harsh on you at times. Yeah. Um, so what's your product you needed? So back to uh, – my little, little teaser about my makeup-free date. Look, this fifth date wasn't really a makeup-free date. I was wearing – it's the Makeup Forever Ultra HD Perfector. She's a fraud. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a total fraud. Makeup Forever Ultra HD Perfector Blurring Skin Tint. That's a long tongue. That is long, yeah. So it is basically just a tint um, mm-hmm. and, and, and it blurs. So – I think I've used that. Yeah, it is super, I'd say it's similar coverage to the BB gel. Really? Yeah. I was expecting it to be a little bit higher, more coverage. Mm. No, not from my memory. Yeah. It's, I've got a pretty it's, shit memory. It's, it's, it's a really, really, really light coverage skin yeah. tint. Yeah. Um, and so technically it does have like it does have pigment in it, so I don't technically say that's no makeup. Yeah, that's not no makeup. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Um, but it wasn't a first date, so I was allowed to do whatever so the hell count. I wanted yeah. to do. Um, and yeah, it, I think that if you don't want to wear makeup, if you're like us and you don't mm. like wearing makeup to work, but you've got a meeting or if you, you're on that fifth date. Yeah. And you want to look like, I'm so natural. Oh, this and is like, just I'm me. Just, this yeah. is my skin. This is how I wake up. Yeah. So and then that, you plan on shocking them like another yeah. five dates later. Yeah. This is exactly what you need. Yeah. So it'll show off your skin, but it'll blur any imperfections. It gives you a really dewy, glowy finish. Mm-hmm. Um, although it does say here it's a satiny, natural matte finish. But, yeah, I felt it was a bit. It you was, are oilier though. I'm I'm oily. That's yeah. true. Um, it was actually recommended. It has an SPF of 25 too. Oh, does it? But remember, you I need, a, that. You need yeah. a teaspoon. So you'll yeah. still need to use SPF. It was actually recommended to me by Micah because we were trying to work out what I could wear. Micah's getting so many um, I know, name drops a, on we this. Really? Yeah, I actually bring her on. She's I, wild. I, I, she's wild. Yeah. You'll love her. She's yeah. so honest. So yeah. literally, if I want. She has no filter. If I want an honest opinion, I like <laughs> I put my face in the light, like <laughs> under the fluorescent lights at work. Yeah. And I was like, tell me the truth. And she's like, do you want the truth? Yeah, she won't hold that. She doesn't care. I yeah, love it. Really so doesn't. we should get her on actually. Yeah. She's, she, and she's so knowledgeable about makeup. Yeah. She, she literally is. will know exactly what you need mm-hmm. for any given moment of yep. your life. So, yeah, that was fine. Um, but, yeah, I still haven't done the no makeup thing, but it's in progress. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. 